Most entrepreneurs miss out on opportunities due to lack of leadership or not knowing how to connect with the right people. They struggle keeping their sales pipeline full and booking qualified leads. On Business Leaders Network, you will learn from experts who will give you tactical tools and strategies to help you grow as a leader and how to keep your sales pipeline full, increasing your bottom line. Now, here is your host of Business Leaders Network with your strategic business success coach, J.R. Spear. Welcome back, everyone, to another amazing episode on our Business Leaders Network show hosted by the Inspired Choices Network. And I'm always excited about coming on here and being able to share some amazing value and content that can help inspire you guys, influence you, and help you guys grow so that way you can go out there and make a bigger impact. And so if you guys have not heard about Business Leaders Network and what we're about, I want to invite you guys to come join us. Check us out. Test drive us. Our, our amazing mastermind networking community where you can go to www.blncommunity.com and see more information. But we have weekly mastermind training calls. We have uh, breakout rooms and networking calls and a great way for you guys to be able to connect, grow your network and grow your impact. So love for you guys to come join us at www.blncommunity.com. Click on get started and it'll give you all the information you need to join our community. So love to have you guys there. All right, we got an amazing guest, not only the the most amazing person ever, but he is my business partner within Business Leaders Network and just uh, been a mentor of mine forever and just uh, someone I highly look up to as uh, my mentor and leader and just really kind of kicking me in the butt when I need it. And uh, his name is Dr. Nate Sala. And so let me give you a little bit of background about who he is. But Dr. Nate Sala, he is, let me find you to get you a little bit of uh, in one second. So I actually prepare this. Dr. Nate Sala is an award-winning educator and lifelong entrepreneur. His 30-year experience as a business leader, coupled with decades of academics, has integrated a unique perspective and approach to developing a personal and professional excellence. Academically, Nate followed the path of other entrepreneurs and dropped out of college at age 21, resuming several years later, earning a bachelor, MBA, and PhD, writing his dissertation on the visionary leadership of iconic American entrepreneurs, which brings us to our topic today on the power of vision. So Dr. Nate, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me, brother. It's good to be with you. Yeah, yeah it was a last minute deal to, to get you on here. But, you know, the first person that came to mind is like, who can I who can I bring on here? It's going to bring a ton of value. But more importantly, not just about the value, but also leading up to our next live event that we have coming up on November 1st to the 4th in Orlando which is going to be extremely powerful with amazing speakers and just tons of great content. And uh, yeah, but who, who else is better to speak on vision other than you? Oh man. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. You just say the word vision. I'm there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So to kind of get started, you know, uh, we, you know, we have different packages when it comes to our event, but one thing that we're really, I'm really excited about is our Disney experience. And now when we think of Disney experience, we think of amusement park and we think of rides and all these other things, but we don't really think about the vision of Walt Disney and how it actually came to be. And this is where you're an expert at. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we we uh, we see the after effects, but we rarely are able to peel back the layers as leaders, as entrepreneurs, as visionaries, and really understand the mechanics of how vision is formed and how it becomes achieved in the marketplace. So the the Disney experience is very special because it takes it takes a, an individual who had I mean he had an eighth grade education lived in the country 
and uh, became one of the most prolific entrepreneurs on the planet. There's probably very few people who have not heard of, and I and I didn't plan this, Jr. Today, I didn't plan this, but if you're watching, oh, here we go. I'm wearing my Mickey Mouse shirt today, and 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 who who took who took um, great adversity and turned it into uh, unbelievable achievement. And and I think that's where you know a lot of entrepreneurs can can learn from. You know, we 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 rarely think about the trials, the tribulations, the challenges, all the tremendous roadblocks, all the failures that led to success that that these great entrepreneurs have. And I think once we start to see vision through their eyes, like incrementally, from the time that they're children to the time they become adults, and then into that that, if you will, the second act of building a legacy. They make it more personal, right? Then they're not just like some mythic icon who's like way out there. They're like, wow, that's what I'm struggling with. That's what I'm going through. That's the pain that I've experienced. I'm about to have a nervous breakdown. You know, Walt Disney had a nervous breakdown. Literally, you know, he was he and he was on the the peak. He was he was just a Mickey Mouse had just launched a couple years earlier. And so, you know, Mickey was making money and everybody was like all aboard. It was the Great Depression. So people needed somebody to cheer for. And Mickey was that individual in the right context. And uh, and Walt literally breaks down. He just can't handle it. It's too much. He has to take a break. He has to take a vacation. And, uh, you know, these are the kind of stories that you don't hear about because you only hear about, oh, yeah, you know, he knocked it out of the park. The guy was in debt until the mid 50s. He started in 1923. So just think about that. Just imagine being in massive debt. It wasn't just a little bit of debt. It was massive debt for 30 long years. So those are the great stories that you get to learn about in this environment. And uh, I think it makes it more personal. And I think another thing that does, JR, is it probably can give us a little bit more of a um, grace to have on ourselves as entrepreneurs. You know, sometimes we push hard and we think we should be further. We should have done more. But then when you take a look at these great entrepreneurs, you're like, wow, you know what? They're struggling just like I I am. It's going to be okay. Yeah, we all, we all pivot sometime. We all go through something that needs to help us grow. But I'm, you know, I'm a firm believer that's like God takes us through different pieces of our life and different struggles in our life for a reason. And usually it's to help someone else somewhere, somewhere else down the line. And I'm like, okay, God. I don't know why I'm going through this pain right now. I don't know why I feel like everywhere I turn and every move I make, I'm being hit with a baseball bat in my face. And it feels like I just can't come up for air. But then, you know, some time goes by. It could be one month, three months, six months, a year. It's like, that's why I went through that. Now I can now I can actually talk about this. Well, so it's, it's important you bring that up because that's where vision comes in. Because if you don't have that kind of vision, if you don't have the kind of vision that sees and peers, if you will, with foresight in the future on what can be and what your real drives are, what your desires are, I think that's a hindrance. I think it's so important for all leaders, all entrepreneurs to hold on to a, a vision that is worthy, you know, not just any vision, but a vision that is worthy and understand through the trials, like you said, the trials that we experience through the vision process of making it real or actualizing it, a $5 word, it just means that these are ways that we strengthen our struggle muscles. And these are ways, like you said, that we get to help others along the journey, because as we grow, we can give. And you really can't grow very much when things are sort of just calm and relaxed. It's when you grow most of the time when there's some tension, right? Like, I love the beach. I love relaxation. But I know that's not the place where Nate is going to be strengthening his muscles. 
Yeah. You know, it, it's funny that you mentioned that because like, that's something I struggled with even last year. And then I had a great leader, a mentor kind of slap me in the face and uh, that person might be you. And, uh, and I was like, you know what, I'm, I, I remember coming to you and just saying, Hey, you know, I'm kind of comfortable where I'm at and I, I don't really want to care to go a little bit further, but you made me really see the power of looking further, seeing what that vision could be. And then it brought more excitement. And, and, you know, I, I kind of was eating my own words because we always talk about like complacency kills and something we learn in the military all the time. It's like, okay, once you start laying down your ground, you start ground and you start getting complacent. Well, that's where things start dying. And I felt like I was dying on the inside and I started getting complacent and then I was just too comfortable and not really, I, I lost excitement for it, but going through the steps and kind of, you helped me see the picture again about what's possible and not even just for myself, because I think I was looking at it from a self self uh, gratification in a way, but more so from the servant again and like learning what, what I was doing for other people to be able to serve them. And by thinking small, I was almost robbing them. I was robbing the people that I can serve, the impact I can make and everything else. And it, it definitely put a different perspective. hundred percent, man. You nailed it. Yes. Yes. It's like, the way I tend to view a couple things. One, comfort is indeed the enemy of progress. It really is. And it's not that there isn't a place for comfort. It's just that there is no progress possible when we're stagnant. There is no progress possible when we're just relaxing. It's a, it's good and it's necessary. We must have time that's downtime. We must have time that rejuvenates and refreshes and recharges. But that's not the time where we're actually moving forward. After that, we regroup. That's why battleships are safe in the harbor, but that's not what they were meant for. We are battleships. We are supposed to be, once we get all our supplies in the harbor, once we get all of our, our, our ship mended from the last battle, what do we do? We go back out and we fight the good yeah. fight, the worthy fight to progress for those who we care about and those who care about our mutual endeavors, our mutual goals, right? And I think the the, the heart of what you're saying is really aiming for greatness. I don't think that aiming for greatness is a bad thing. I don't think it's a selfish thing. I believe that aiming for greatness is embodied really, in, and you, you mentioned God earlier, and what Jesus said about the one who is greatest among you is your servant. If anyone wants to be great, learn to serve. I really believe the pathway to greatness is through serving others. And I think when we can marry our vision with a focus on how can we best serve one another in a shared cause, brother, it's magic then, right? Because that's that's a, and in fact, it, in in all the leadership literature, uh, there there's two two main focuses in all the approaches that come out more than anything else. And it's not going to surprise you, but it's important to say number one is vision that comes up in all the approaches more than anything else, and two is focus. So. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, as leaders, we have to A, have great vision, and, and B, stay super laser focused so that we don't deviate from the mission, from the objective. I'm sure in the military, that was that was probably what you learned right away. Well, yeah, you, you can't ever go out there and fight a mission or fight a battle if you don't even know what the goal is. And so understanding the vision of what the whole goal of the war or the mission or whatever that is, and then you start backtracking about how are we going to achieve whatever that may be is how we actually execute it. And that goes back from day of boot camp. You know, we first had to be conditioned mentally and physically before we can actually get out there with a team of people to be actually employ what we just learned. So we go from boot camp 
to help condition your body, the way you act, the way you think, the way that you move, the way you wear uniform to actually go to training. That's like pre-training to actually go to training, to learn your job skill that you take to your unit where you can actually employ what you did that goes out to the battlefield. And so there's multiple different steps we need to do. And most people don't go through those steps in, inside of their, their business. And, you know, we, we correct me if I'm wrong, but most of us become an entrepreneur and just start out because like, Hey, I know how to do something. Let me go out there and try to make some money. And hundred percent technical skill, that's right? Ultimately how we get started. Yeah. yeah. And, and some, and often it's ready, fire, aim. Right. Yeah. And it's not like, just imagine if the military was run like that. Yeah. It'd be chaotic. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> totally. yeah. There, there's a lot of order. There's a lot of ways of doing things, the way you walk, the way you, you talk, the way that you, you do anything, even just chain of command. It just everything. It just like I, I may be a little bit biased, you know, being in the Navy and starting with the Marine Corps, and uh, so be a little biased against the Marine Corps. But there's a very big difference when you have a a senior enlisted, or you know, let's just say a a lance corporal talking to a sergeant. You know, there's a different way of respect of the way we we have to stand there and you know add attention or parade rest to speak to our senior enlisted personnel, even if it's one rank compared to someone that's in another branch like the Army where it's not as as different or just the way the uniform is done. And so, you know, we're, we're not allowed to wear utilities out in, in, in public versus the army and the air force can go out there and wear their utilities and the camis in the middle of public. It's just very different, but it's also based off the, the vision of and mission of what each branch is. And so you, to take it back to the point of what you said, so I'm not getting too far off is, you know, we, you first have to know where you're at and where you're going and who you're with. And then start building from there. And every single branch of the military has its own mission and vision that they have to accomplish. Yeah. So, yeah. And thank you for your first, thank you for your service and every service person who's listening. Thank you for your service and your sacrifice for, for our nation, for our freedom. It doesn't come easy. Uh, I come from a, uh, as you know, uh, immigrant family. They came here because of your service and all the many who have, have, have given everything uh, so that we could live uh, in peace, so that we can live in safety. And so we can pursue um, um, our American ideals. So I don't want to ever, yeah, well, I don't ever not bring that up because it is so, so important. So important. Yeah, well, well, I, uh, I appreciate that. And, and I, I appreciate people like you too, that actually understand and that lives the American dream of being able to not take your freedom for granted. I mean, you're, you're always out there leading and teaching and, and actually taking advantage of what you have available to you. And most people don't. So that's uh that's really cool. I love that. Yeah, we should all uh, li li live abroad for a while. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, we're getting ready to go on our first break. But when we come back, I want to start diving into a little bit about how entrepreneurs can start thinking about vision for themselves. Where should they start? How can they start creating that vision? And what are the steps to take to actually bring that to fulfillment? So if you guys are watching this, I would love for you guys to stay tuned after this break where we're going to be talking about what that vision is and how you can implement inside of your, your business. Because just like other great leaders like Walt Disney, Steve Jobs, Hershey, all these amazing people that Dr. Nate had studied, you know, tremendous uh, amount of work and effort to get to know who they are and where they, where they got and uh, where, where they started and knowing that they're no different than all of us is just how do they get to that point. So stay tuned. We'll come back to this break. Most entrepreneurs miss out on opportunities due to lack of leadership or not knowing how to connect with the right people or the right customers. They struggle keeping their sales pipeline full and booking qualified leads. 
What would your business look like if you had a team to support you referring your ideal clients who are excited and ready to buy? Business Leaders Network is a mastermind networking community where we focus on education, learning from industry leaders, networking, and building real connections. You can learn more by visiting businessleadersnetworking.com or by tuning into our weekly show with your strategic business success coach, J.R. Spear, on Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform right there, streaming like to jam. millions of people across the world. Professionally produced <laughs> and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Business Leaders Network with J.R. Spear. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to grow at businessleadersnetworking.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone, and I'm so glad that you guys are here and tuning in. And if you guys are on social media and you're listening to this live right now, make sure you guys comment below hashtag live so we know who is actually here and watching this amazing episode with Dr. Nate Sala. And we are talking about the power of vision. And we started uh, diving in a little bit about Walt Disney and what he's been able to do for uh, growing his empire and where he got started. And uh, one thing I want to go into next is let's talk a little bit about what how, what should entrepreneurs do in regards to vision? How do how do we get started with that? You know, they're an entrepreneur. They just got started in the rat race. They they never really put together like uh, the steps or vision or mission or anything that's going to help them get there. But what is the first step that we need to do when it comes to actually creating that path? Yeah, it's a great question. So vision has a lot of different pieces to it, but the the very first part of the of vision, all vision. Uh, revolves around an overarching idea of a problem. Really, you know, what visionaries or, or anyone, any leader who desires to want to affect change has to start with, you know, what's wrong with this picture, right? Because that's where vision stems from. Vision stems from the idea of a better better future state. And if 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 the current conditions are ideal, there's no need for vision, right? We don't need to change anything because if we don't need change, we don't need leaders, but here's the thing, and you know this, JR, we always need change, right? Because we always need progress. We always need to aim for a better future. That's the idea. That's the goal of humanity. And so your vision has to start with your own context. It has to start with your own, your own world around you. And look around, and you start to identify, you know what? There's something wrong with this. There's a problem with this. This can be done better, right? Mm -hmm. And then through that, you re recognize opportunity. And then you think, well, how can I, my skill sets, my, my, my groupings, my relationships, my network, how can I then make that kind of change? So that's how vision is, is born. Vision, vision is born through the idea of something hurts. 
And some people might argue and say, oh, well, you know, vision is also born out of something feels good, but it only feels good when we know that something is missing, right? Because if everything felt good, then there's no need for vision. It's a great starting place. And you think about, for example, in, in our own walk as leaders within our network and our group that, you know, within um, our, our BLN, Business Leaders Network, the problem was, and, and this is where you and I started to group together, the problem was is that there were so many different kinds of groups, but but there was a need for groups to have greater engagement. There was a need to have groups that had more cohesion, that had opportunities for masterminds and all kinds of different uh, opportunities within groups that you knew that there was a problem. I knew that there was a problem. Different pillars of leadership, of systems, of processes, of finances, all these different pillars that we've we've designed so that we can have a better vision for a better future. That's, That's where it always starts. That's where it should start. So somebody listening right now needs to recognize where is there a problem that I know that I can be a difference maker? Yeah, you said something that uh, that stuck out to me, and you said something about it has to hurt. Why don't you expand on that a little bit? Yeah, you know, uh, there's a guy named Jeremy Bentham years ago, uh, a couple of centuries ago, actually. He's he's one of the uh, the initiators of of what we call uh, neoclassical economics, modern economic theory. And so, economics is all about utility, about value. And so, in his book, uh, his, his he wrote a book on the on the relationship between legislation and, and mor- morality and morals, right? Who puts the words legislation and morals in the same sentence anymore, right? That's, you probably don't hear that in politics. <laughs> Nonetheless, in his opening statement, he says this, that, that all mankind is under the sovereign governance of two masters, pain and pleasure, and they two alone guide our behavior. So if you heard uh, some, you know, if you heard uh, Tony Robbins or someone talk about pain and pleasure, he probably got it from Jeremy Bentham. He just didn't cite his source. It's all right. It happens all the time. Uh, so, nonetheless, so so pain is is a is an incredible motivator to move into a position of pleasure, right? To to move into a position where we can author and and co-author a better future state. So pain is 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 a it, 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 when when you say it has to hurt. It has to be motivating enough to where you're, again, back to comfort. You have to have enough discomfort to actually want and desire and need and be motivated to move and change and grow. And it has to be significant, too, by the way, JR, because you know this plight as entrepreneurs, as leaders, is difficult. Like you have to have enough pain for that plight to continue to make sense and drive you even when you're faced with other kinds of pain. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting because a lot of times if it doesn't hurt enough, well, then you're not going to move. And it's just, uh, you know, I, I think about it from like a weight loss journey standpoint, just because a lot of us can relate in some standpoint or sometime in our lives. Where we're like, oh, man, I'm, I'm too fat. I'm too thin. I'm not strong enough, whatever it may be. But unless that unless there's some motivating factor, goal, vision, something to achieve, we're not going to move. It's like, OK, you know what? I'm feeling gross today, but, you know oh, there's a cookie on that counter. Or, you know what? Ah, I really don't want to get out and run. Oh, wait, my friend wants to, you know, me to come over. Yeah, I'll be over there. And they skip a workout. They skip their healthy meals. They stop having the discipline and focus for when they do because the pain isn't big enough. And they're just not, they're not comfortable enough. And so you, uh, you, you, but when you, but for me personally, it's like when I have that goal or that reason and to be able to move, whether it's like, 
I got a race that I'm training for to get ready for, or I have a photo shoot I got to get ready for, or I have an event that I want to make sure I'm presentable for and, and look good. Now it's like, I got to move and I, I, I don't have the luxury to just sit back and do it or else, you know, I'm, I'm going to be suffering. Yeah. And I think we have to find that as entrepreneurs, as leaders, we really have to dig deep and find that as an anchor for our ourselves and our lives, whether it be personal, whether it be professional. I mean, uh, and it can be personal for me. For example, you bring up the food thing and, you know, I've I've generally eaten healthy most of my life. And part of it's because my my dad passed away when he was 62. He didn't take care of himself. He didn't eat right. He had a very sedentary lifestyle. He smoked, he drank, he cussed. I don't think the cussing had anything to do with it, but he um, he he was uh, and, and that's the life he wanted to live. I don't disparage him at all. And, and and he lived his best life. However, he never got to hold his grandson, my son. He he died in 04. My son was born, born in 07. And I thought, you know, if it's up to me and if you know all things being equal and 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 I don't get hit by a bus, if, if it comes down to that reason where I get to hold my grandchild and my son gets to enjoy that. I'm going to be more active. I'm going to take care of my heart because in my family, heart disease is a killer. Early 60s, mid 60s. It's just the way it is. High blood pressure, all that. And so it's the, the possibility that, that for pain in my own life and, and, and not being that kind of having that level of responsibility, it, it makes it easy, man. It makes it super easy because that vision is so clear and that focus is so clear that the discipline then is so clear and it does not deviate. Granted, yes. I'll eat some, you know, chicken wings and wontons and pizza and all that from time to time. But generally speaking, I know where I got to stay focused. I got I to stay in my lane. And I think yeah. when we when we have that anchor, that level of commitment that brings us and I know you're huge on discipline, right? Um, it can elevate the, the the plight and allow that vision to become manifested more effectively because we know what we have to lose and what we have to lose is greater than the effort necessary to reach what we have to win. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of funny because uh, there, there's a joke with me and Natalie, my wife. And so like every, every few years I come to her and I'm like, now I need your, I need your thought on this. And it's like, and it's always some sort of new business venture, business idea, or something that I want to do more of. And then back of her, she's like, great. What, what big idea does JR have now? And well, that's going to take away time and all these different things. And so it's always an uncomfortable conversation uh, to be able to do it. But he, here's the deal uh, with it. I realized with myself, if I'm not being challenged, I need to pivot and do something new. If I'm not being challenged, I need to create new offers, start new things in the program or change the way that I'm doing things or whatever, because it because that's what drives me forward to be able to move. And if I'm not challenged, I don't want to move and I'm complacent. I'm bored and I just don't enjoy the process of what I'm doing. And so constantly changing and revisiting what that vision is, revisiting what what it is I'm trying to achieve, trying to accomplish. And that gives me that driving factor the discipline to to keep focused. Yeah, absolutely. And I think another part of vision as we talk about for the for the listener how or the the viewer how you how you even begin to assemble a vision. Number 1, yes, it's going to start with what uh really challenging a conventional norm, right? So this is the way we've always done it or this is the way it just seems to work. Because as visionaries as leaders, we have to challenge the conventional norm. We have to challenge what we 
what we uh, what we've been told is the only way to do things. There's there's always a better way. Just think of Elon Musk and reusable rockets, right? All these years of rocket technology and no one's able to crack this. Oh, that's just the way we do it. We just throw away rockets after one use. He's like, hey, this is crazy. Let's find a way. And within a few years, boom, we've got reusable rockets, right? And so challenging the conventional norms. And the other factor is this, when we when we're setting ourselves a vision, I mean, don't sell yourself short on what's possible, right? Think big. And I don't mean big like it's going to be, uh, you know, massively disruptive in the universe. I mean, big in terms of we have self-limiting beliefs every single day. Challenge those beliefs. Get people around you who will help you challenge them healthily because sometimes people give you grandiose ideas which maybe have no foundation in reality. The right people around you. And maybe after the break, we can explain how to even get those people around you. Yeah, that's really good. And we're, we're getting ready to go to our next break um, for that as well. And uh, I would like to talk about how we can get around it. But the, the big question I would love to tap into a little bit more is where do we start? Because I, I think that's where where people get stuck is what you just said. It's like they, they limit themselves on what the potential is that they can achieve, that they get paralysis of not even moving to get started. And you're saying the complete opposite, saying think big and, and, and reach for the stars. And then that way you have have a you know, have somewhere to actually chase. Absolutely. So that, that's somewhere where I would like to go. Absolutely. Put it in motion. Yeah. Put it in and putting it in motion means having conversations. It means all different kinds of things. We can talk deep about them, but there are ways to actually start today for the, for the viewer. Awesome. Well, we're getting ready to go into our next break. And uh, before we do, if you guys had not had checked out our business leaders network community, we would love to invite you as one of our VIP guests to be able to connect with other industry leaders. That's going to help you grow. So you can go out there and make a bigger impact. All you got to do is go to www.blncommunity.com. That's blncommunity.com. Check us out. All the information is on their testimonials, what we offer and uh, come as our guests, come check us out, see what we're about and see if it's a good fit for you. So go to blncommunity.com. And then we are going to be talking a little bit more about our next live event, which is going to be in Orlando, Florida on November 1st to the 4th. And you can go to blnlive.com to grab a, your ticket, get more information. We have several different packages, but we'd love to have you guys there. I know we're about 75 to 85%, 75 to 80% capacity right now. So we still have some spots left, but if you're watching this live, grab your ticket now, reserve your spot because we would love to fill that room with amazing leaders like you. So everyone stay tuned. We'll be back after this break. Most entrepreneurs miss out on opportunities due to lack of leadership or not knowing how to connect with the right people or the right customers. They struggle keeping their sales pipeline full and booking qualified leads. What would your business look like if you had a team to support you referring your ideal clients who are excited and ready to buy? Business Leaders Network is a mastermind networking community where we focus on education, learning from industry leaders, networking, and building real connections. You can learn more by visiting businessleadersnetworking.com or by tuning into our weekly show with your strategic business success coach, J.R. Spear, on Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, 12 p.m. Pacific on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com.
How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows, along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Business Leaders Network with J.R. Spear. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to grow at businessleadersnetworking.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. And I am excited for this episode in the show. So if you guys did not listen to the first part of our show, make sure you guys go back, watch the replay. And if you guys are watching this live on our social channels, make sure you comment below, hashtag live, so we know who is tuning in and who is getting value from what we are discussing today. And if you're watching the replay, put hashtag replay so we know who actually caught us at a later date. So kind of moving forward, we're, we're the whole goal for today is really focused on the power of vision. And we, we, we hit on a lot of different things. But uh, one thing I want to start right now is for an entrepreneur is listening to this and is like, okay, you know, I, we, we're hearing what vision can do and, and the importance of it and why, why we need to have vision for what we're doing and setting goals and all these different things. But how do I get started? Extract it from your brain. That's the first part of a vision is getting it out of your head and onto paper. And you can do this with a mentor. You can do this with a coach. You can do this with a, a course. You can do this in a group. Uh, and here's the other thing about vision is that People tend to start with business vision, and I have the opposite approach. I start with the vision of my life. And a little bit, uh, think about Stephen Covey, his philosophy on begin with the end in mind, right? Start at the very end of the journey for your vision. Start at the end of your life. I mean, that seems like a long way away, but if you start there and you work backwards, because what? how do I want to be remembered? I think that's a great vision question to start the conversation and extract that thought onto paper. Because then that begins to guide all of your decisions. Because what's that? That's a vision of the future, right? Better future state. What's the best possible? What's the best possible memory of me? And that best possible memory of me is then extracted, extracted from your mind onto paper, and not just from the business perspective, from all quadrants of your life, from your family, your relationships, your friendships, your phil- your, your your spiritual life, phil- phil- uh, philanthropy your hobbies, everything that you want to have accomplished and how you want to be remembered, throw it out there to the end of the journey, and then you can start to work backwards. And here's the other thing about looking at it holistically. When you look at it holistically, all the other parts of your life, then you work on the business vision last, extract that from your mind last. Why? Because your business vision funds your life. We look at it the other way around. We start with business and we say, well, whatever time I've got left after I'm done working, then I'm going to give it to my life. No, that's the wrong way to do it. The right way to do it is what's my ideal life look like? I'll build a business around it to fund and fuel it. How about that for a novel idea? Yeah, yeah I, I remember when we when you were taking me through this exercise for myself for our first call last year and, uh, and we're really diving into it. You started with my my family you started with going through through 
like personally, where do I want to live? What does it look like? What does my life look like? And all these different things. And even though I felt like, okay, we've gone, I've gone through this before, but it really made me look, go a little bit deeper. And it really changed my perspective of how I want my business to be ran. Cause I, I used to be just like you said, I always looked at my business first. Like, okay, I got my vision for my business, where I'm going, what I'm going to do. But then my family all got the leftovers and my personal life got the leftovers. And it wasn't, it wasn't aligned where I was able to actually serve of where I wanted to go other than just my life was my business. And that's all it was. And I've been working really hard to try to really reverse and change what that looks like, changing the offers of my business, changing like how I show up to my clients, what being, being, um, you know, setting boundaries around the time that I serve with, you know, talk to clients. Cause I'm a yes man, you know, someone wants help and I pick up the phone and I, I and I'm like, yes, I'll do it. And just wanting to serve and always help. So it, it really, you, you, you always preach to me and be like, Hey, you know, whatever decision you make, is it aligned with your vision of where you're going to go? Is it, is it, uh, you know, take you, you could do it as long as it fits within your vision. And I hate it sometimes when I, sometimes when I come to you for advice and you're like, does it fit in your vision? I'm like, I don't even want to hear that. Just stop. No, I want to do this. And it, but it really puts in another perspective to really make me think a little bit different because now I actually have boundaries set and it's a lot easier to say yes, no, maybe or whatever, because it, it's, it's black and white. It's no longer like, all right, let me see if I can fit it into my schedule. It's more like, okay, is this aligned with where I want to go? Which um, which I'm really pumped and excited about where we're going with uh, BLN with it because it, it, it definitely helps mold towards the route of what my my vision is. And I'm not doing it alone. And so instead of me doing it by myself, I have shared vision with my partner right here, Mr. Dr. Nate, and, right. uh, to help help move things along. So someone's working on reverse engineering, figuring out the, the big vision for their family, figuring out the big vision for their, their personal life, where they want to go, and then even for their business. Now, what's the next step of how to actually take it into action? Absolutely. Yeah. So it's the first step, but we call it the imagination phase, right? Imagine the possibilities, no self-limiting beliefs, no, no engineering, right? No how, but just the amazing what's possible, right? That's step one. And then step two is the actual engineering hat, the actual planning hat that comes on, right? So don't start with the planning hat. Don't even let the planning hat thwart your possibilities. Leave that hat off. Like spend an entire day on dreaming on all the possibilities. And then with the planning hat, you start to weed out what's important, what's not important, what, what's really essential to my vision and what's just kind of like, yeah, I kind of thought I want to do that. For example, you know, you and I have done triathlons together and we've talked a lot about the different triathlons. Well, we've gotten to, you know, I mean, I did a half Ironman. Did you do a half Ironman yet? Did you? Did, were you able I to did. Do you did, yeah. 2015. Okay. So we talked about doing a full iron. And at some point in my life, you're not going to like to hear this, but it was, it kind of exited from my vision. Like it was, it wasn't necessarily essential because of there's a ton of commitment to that full iron. It just is what it is. And I'm at a point in my life where it's like, well, right now, I think at my, my actual hours, are best served someplace else. Well, that's what's important about weeding out the planning piece, right? Because you only have so many hours in a day. And so yeah. you part of your vision might be, I only want to commit 25 hours a week to physical labor that is revolves around my business. The other time I want to invest in X, Y, and Z. Maybe you like charity. Maybe you like donating your time. Maybe you have younger children. Maybe you have a spouse or a family member who has special needs. Any of those things may be more important than that other piece. So the planning phase then starts to say, okay, what are specific action items? 
and you and I are, uh, we are people of action, right? What is it that I need to do today to make that particular aspect of my vision real? So say, for example, you want to have a better relation. One of your aspects of your vision is I want to have a greater relationship with my spouse. Okay, today I'm going to get flowers once a week, right? I'm going to schedule date night once a week or whatever the case is. Every single day, I'm going to say something kind and sweet to my spouse, right? That's the actual planning phase of making your vision real. Perhaps it's your business, right? What are all the key aspects to have? You say, I want to have a $10 million business in three years, and I'm at, at $500,000 today. What are the specific steps I need to take on a daily basis? Here's the other thing, JR, you know this. A lot of these questions, sometimes we just can't do them alone. Yeah. You know, sometimes we need others in our camp. So we need others and mentors, coaches. I haven't, I tell you what, I, the network, and we're going to talk about this a little bit, I'm sure, but the network is essential to this next step because they will help us, especially the right people. They'll help us flesh out the right action items and right planning steps in our vision process to make it real. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, since you already set the stage, why don't we talk about the power of the network and kind of uh, let's, let's dive into like what to expect at our next BLN live event and why everyone needs to actually be there. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do that. So, you know, we've got we've got a number of pillars that we we live by, if you will, which are are what we what we do. We we live by leadership and having strong leadership. We live by having the right processes and systems. We live by having what else do we have? Uh, our finances, sales, making sure our finances, our sales finances. and marketing. Right. All of those are pillars that are necessary for our businesses to be successful. What does successful mean? It means that they they fund our life, right? The life we desire, the life that we're going to have. Well, uh, when we laid out the the trajectory for this event and and what what I absolutely love about this event that's different about the the larger events that that we host which are, you know, 75, 80, 100 people plus, this is more intimate. This is more individualized workshops. We we've, we've condensed the size and we've created an environment where people could come for three solid days, not be overwhelmed by all these speakers and all this activity, but really get a desire and a, and a need met to focus on those six pillars very intentionally, very personally, very custom tailored to that individual. And so as they build the blocks for having their plan in motion for their vision, they're going to get real world real-time feedback and correction and updating from individuals who we've brought together to be the leadership coaches and the team who's going to be speaking and, and coaching and leading these workshops, who have been in the trenches, who have de demonstrated a high level of expertise and success in these areas. It's super exciting. Yeah, I'm, I'm really pumped and excited. And I was just uh, speaking to some other people that are that just committed to wanting to come to the event saying, Hey, I'm, I'm excited about coming just as a spectator to learn myself because the people that are coming there to be able to teach us when I mean, they are truly experts and leaders in their craft and what they do and so much further along than what I've done and in, in the, the space that they're in. And it's like, man, I feel like I'm getting college level education at a fraction of the cost to come to this event. Absolutely. Yeah. As a college educator, I can, I can, uh, I can speak to that. <laughs> 
You know, I think that, the, and that's the, that's the other way we've designed this. We've designed this to where you have both high level of just deep level of content that's not only academic, but practitioner based. And the, uh, the education level, you know, we're huge on education. We know that the, as been said, the educated mind has, cannot be enslaved. In other words, it can be freed, right? Education helps free our minds so that we can do the impossible. And so the main focus is how can we give you the tools and the resources and environment that just ignites your ability as a leader and leave not only transform, but leave with, with, with a real blueprint, a map to reach the vision you desire in your business. Yeah. So powerful. And I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm really pumped and excited about everything that's going to be coming and the people that are going to be coming there. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit more on our last, uh, last p- part of our show, but we're going to go on our last break right now. And before we do, we're, you know, while, while we're on the break, you know, go to on your phones, on your guys' computer, check out our event, just go to blnlive.com, blnlive.com gives you all the information and shows you a list of the speakers uh, that we have coming on there. And a lot of the cool experience that we have with the, you know, the Disney stuff that we have going on and talking about vision and talking about leadership and talking about marketing and sales and everything that we do. And uh, one, one little thing that we, that we have coming as well is we're, you know, one of our speakers is going to be giving you guys a PI index. And so the PI index is going to be very crucial for you in understanding more about how to connect with the right people within your network and your community and your organization. So let's stay tuned. We'll come back. But while we're on break, go to blnlive.com. Check that out. And then we will be back here after a few moments. Most entrepreneurs miss out on opportunities due to lack of leadership or not knowing how to connect with the right people or the right customers. They struggle keeping their sales pipeline full and booking qualified leads. What would your business look like if you had a team to support you referring your ideal clients who are excited and ready to buy? Business Leaders Network is a mastermind networking community where we focus on education, learning from industry leaders, networking, and building real connections. You can learn more by visiting businessleadersnetworking.com or by tuning into our weekly show with your strategic business success coach, J.R. Spear, on Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, 12 p.m. Pacific, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Business Leaders Network with J.R. Spear. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to grow at businessleadersnetworking.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. My name is JR, and I am your host on the Business Leaders Network show. And we are on the Inspired Choices Network and talking about the power of vision. If you guys missed this episode, make sure you guys go back, watch the replay, because we were talking about everything about vision, the power of vision, how it can catapult your business and then be able to take leaps and bounds further than you ever expected. And uh, we have some amazing things coming up in the near future within our business leaders network. And one of it is that we kind of tease you guys a little bit before we went on break is our BLN live coming up November 1st to the 4th in Orlando, Florida. And we are almost at capacity, but there's still room and we would love for you guys to jump in and be there. And so one of our speakers, which is going to be Dr. Nate Sala, who is our guest on today's show. And I wanted him to take the last few minutes to actually talk about what they should expect at our BLN Live event, mastermind event, 
on him and uh, what he's going to be speaking on in regards to vision and leadership. Yeah, that's great, Jr. And I appreciate that. I for those if you're if you're planning on attending, and I, and I, I hope you are, uh, there's going to be uh, I, you have to have the kind of mindset that's that's ready for becoming a transformational leader. And when I say that, it's becoming a leader who can actually make change in a positive way in the lives of others around them. We're going to be focusing a lot on that, not just influence, because it's been said leadership is influence. It's so much more than influence, because influence can be, I hold a gun to your head and say, give me your money, right? That's, you, I'll, I'll probably give you my money. You've influenced me, but not in a positive way. Positive influence is where you have shared purpose. You have sh- shared meaning. You have shared value. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how to communicate that compellingly. We're going to talk about how to create an attractive, worthwhile, and achievable vision of the future that's widely shared, which is, uh, and this is all from a lot of the scholars who have come before us. Uh, we've, we've reformatted some of it, but it's, it's, it's so good when we talk about how to create a vision that is worthy and lead others to reach that vision. So we're going to go deep in the workshop setting, we're going to get one-on-one in terms of having conversations about some of the struggles you're having in this journey, because we all have struggles, and then have breakthroughs and overcome them together during this time. It's pretty exciting for me because this is where I uh, this is where I love to be, Jr. You know it. I love to be with people who are serious about becoming leaders worthy to serve well, and just cultivating that environment, man, where we can uh, we can be difference makers who reject toxic and cancerous leadership and embrace leadership that truly leads to health, well-being, autonomy, mastery, and uh, and put a dent in the universe, as, uh, as Steve Jobs once said, right? And we got to do this together. We do this collectively. And then we form new bonds. As we grow through this time together, um, we become closer and we stay connected. It's not just you show up at the event and then we're done. no we hopefully will be able to spend more and more time together in the trenches as we continue this amazing opportunity called leadership. Yeah. So I want to kind of put you on the spot and uh, what is the one thing that you want to take away personally from attending this event? Oh, wow. That uh, that's great. (laughs) Me personally. Well, I tell you, man, it's, it's pretty straightforward. My number one, my number one hope uh, that, that I will, that, that, that will happen through this event personally for me is that every single person who attends this event will leave uh, inspired, will leave equipped, uh, will leave with a renewed sense of purpose and meaning and with the tools that they didn't have prior to coming and, and, and ready and willing and able with a plan to make their vision real. That will be, that will be just the perfect scenario for me. Yeah. I mean, I, I can definitely attest to that. And that's, that's very similar to me. It's like, I, we, we've, this is going to be our third event that we've uh, hosted so far. And uh, since, since the launch of BLN and every time we do an event, we always ask for feedback. We ask people like, what do they want? And the biggest number one thing that majority of the, everyone that attends that they want is the, the workshops, the actual dive in deep into their business and 
tactics and strategies. Like, okay, they heard a speaker get up and talk about strategy on marketing or leadership or whatever it may be, but they wanted more. They didn't want it to just be a one-time deal. They want more and deeper on whatever that could be. And so that's exactly what this is going to be. And we're, we plan on going deep for every single speaker. And, Absolutely. Uh, and it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a powerful experience, and I'm just like, okay, what is God gonna do? What what's how is he gonna show up? Because uh, it's always always amazing about what well, what happens. And and you made a point. You said something that's really important too for the listener and for the for the audience member, person who's gonna be attending this. You're gonna learn more about yourself. Uh, we've got one of our speakers, uh, Mike McCloskey with Humanlytics, does uh, we call the Predictive Index, and you learn so much about yourself, your own drives, your own leadership, some of your blind spots. And there's an old saying, know thyself, noche te ipse, which is the Latin for that, which means to, to understand who you are, that's a critical starting place, a foundation in leadership. So, man, so many breakthroughs. So this is really personal. It's really in-depth. And I'm glad you brought that up because uh, it's so it goes so far beyond, here's a bunch of tools, have a nice day. No, it's like, here's a bunch of tools, let's implement them for you and help you to make them real. Yeah, but the cool thing is, like, you talk about, you know, staying in the trenches even after the event. It's like, we're going to give you the tools of what you need to do. But the amazing thing is you can join our mastermind community where it's not just that one and done. It's, you know, join our community where you have a community, a network of people that want to support you throughout throughout the progress of what, what you're going through. And so I'm just, uh, I love the people that are in our community. I love, I mean, they, they feel like family. Everyone that's, that joins our community, that becomes part of it, you know, they become people that I get excited about seeing every single week. So uh, yeah, just everyone that wants to, that that's interested in wanting to be able to come, you know, if you guys are an entrepreneur and you guys are looking to make progress in your business, you're a speaker, you're a coach, you're an author, this is going to be the place for you. We don't want to see, see you guys miss out on this. So if you guys are interested, if this resonates with you at all, all you got to do is go to blnlive.com. That's blnlive.com. We have all the information that's going to be on there. Some of our speakers, you got Mike McClatch, you got Dr. Nate Sala, you have me, you have uh, Angel Tusi, you have Sadima Alexander, you have Jason Milan, you have uh, Ken Roshan, you have Scott Reed, you have, uh, who else remembers? You got Daniel Gomez on speaking. I mean, there's so many amazing people. You got Sam Sala, you got Travis, uh, can never pronounce his last Ravel. Ravel. So, I mean, a lot of really cool people are doing big things out there. And so if you guys want to be in a room full of high level entrepreneurs, full of, full of leaders that are out there doing it themselves, and they're not just people that read a book or just hiding behind a computer, but they're actually in the trenches doing it themselves inside of the business. This is going to be the place for you. So you guys need to register, go to blnlive.com. All right, we're coming up to the closing of our show today. And next week we have a special guest, Carol Williams. And she's going to be talking about seek fair pay, reduce workload, negotiate for improvement. So if you guys are interested, we're at the same time every single week, 3 p.m. Eastern time here on the Business Leaders Network, on the Inspire Choice Network. You can just tune in, watch us on your favorite network, and we will see you guys next time. So hopefully you guys found this valuable today. We'd love to see you guys at our event. We'd love to see you guys inside of our community. Thank you for listening to the Business Leaders Network Show. J.R. Spear returns Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, 12 p.m. Pacific on the InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, stay committed to your goals and be resilient even through the most difficult times. Showing up every day, giving your best, and having the mental and physical discipline to complete your mission.